right, welcome everybody to Whistle While You Work. This is actually episode number one. Episode one. I can't believe we're actually doing this. I know. So our episode number one is our top 10 must-dos at Magic Kingdom. And we split that up. Yeah. You got five. I got five. Yeah. I thought we'd start from the very beginning and talk a little bit about um, who we are and why we decided to get this started. So my name is Kayla Mackay. I'm Randy. <laughs> Same last name. <laughs> We've got four kids, um, and we are huge Disney fans. I claim myself as a huge Disney Parks fan. I do watch movies and TV shows and other things, but I love the Disney Parks. I drink all the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I like the Parks, too, but um, it's not. I like the movies, Yeah. and I like the merchandise. Yes, that's true. I'm a big merchandise fan. Um, Obviously, the parks are like, they reign supreme, but I, I do like the rest of it, too. Yeah. To me, it all comes together at the parks, I guess. Um, okay, so I thought, let's talk a little bit about our experiences, particularly um, since we're talking about Magic Kingdom today. But I just thought, let's talk about, like, what's our history with going to the parks? Mm. So why don't you start? What's your... Well, so I, um, so I was born in Burbank, right? So the... I guess still home of the Walt Disney Company, um, even though it sounds like they're moving people out of of California. But so I was born there, um, grew up in Southern California for like the first six ish, seven ish years of my life. But that included a lot of trips to Disneyland. Um, How close was I? Don't know geography that well. I mean, was it like an hour, two like, hour drive? You know, it, it depends. I didn't grow up in Orange County. Um, I grew up like out in the desert um, in Antelope Valley, which is part of L.A. County. and um, But, you know, we you'd make the trip out there. It's a couple hours drive, I think. And I remember that. I, I actually remember those drives, like in and out, mostly out. Because you're exhausted. And believe it or not, like I don't know why I remember it, because I was asleep. Right. But, but I remember like getting in the car and falling asleep. Yeah. Like that was the thing that we did next. Well, anytime you tell me or we talk to friends about you going to Disney World. You always talk about getting lost. Getting lost, yeah. So I guess that yeah. falling asleep and getting lost. Yeah. You know, look, and the good Disney people will tell you the children are never lost. It's the parents that were lost, yes, right? Yes, that's true. Um, and I, I got lost uh, uh, on more than one occasion. And I, I have some memories of that, right? Like, not a lot. But I just remember, like, I wasn't scared. I felt fine. I knew to go ask a cast member, like, hey... I can't find the big people, and they they took me basically to the to the parent lost and found. It wasn't the child lost and found; it's the parent lost and found. Yeah, and uh, and then Uncle Steve would come and rescue me, and you know, um, <laughs> I was good though. Okay. Well, my um, my background at the Disney parks. I went the first time in 1988 when I was six years old. So you guys can do the math to figure out how old I am now. But um, I was the youngest of my family. And so my mom wanted to go on this trip. My dad, not as much. He's not a huge theme park person, but my mom wanted to take this trip and she didn't want to push anyone in a stroller or have to deal with any of that. So they waited until I was old enough to walk 
on my own. And I remember wearing Keds and my feet hurting because those had no support. <laughs> Even for a kid, right? Right. Like, kids, kids' feet can hurt too. Yeah, I totally remember that. Um, but um, that was my first one. And then in high school, I went again for my choir senior trip. That was awesome. Um, and then you and I... We went to Disneyland. That was my first Disneyland yeah. experience. Remember when we went there? That was our honeymoon. Do you remember what year? Um, that would have been in 2004. Yes. Uh, it was in April. Yeah. Yeah. See, I remember things. <laughs> and I I don't remember a ton about that trip, but I remember we were really poor. I mean, we were very early on in obviously just barely married and i remember we shared a caramel apple on main street that night oh i don't know that, that i don't out. i don't remember that i do remember the being poor part i remember that a lot of that trip was financed on my very first credit card that had a very <laughs> very small limit and um it was like yeah we'll figure out how to pay for this look yeah and let me just put it this way the limit was so small that i don't think you could date make that trip today with that limit oh. and, and have been able to do it, right? Yeah, like, get a hotel and get the hotel, tickets. Hotel, tickets, food, like you, it would not have been enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I, the other thing I remember about that trip in 2004 was there was this like thing across the way from Disneyland, like the California <laughs> Adventure, and it had the big giant California yeah, big word letters. letters. Yeah. And I remember not really knowing much about it, but. Me either, because that was not there when I was a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I didn't know anything. Uh, we did not go there because that was an extra ticket and we could not afford that. I do remember that part. Yeah, right? I remember thinking, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We can't go there anyway. Yeah, so. Um, okay. And then did you have any other Disney trips between as a kid? So, you know, yeah. Once as a teenager, we went. My parents uh, were the uh, amazing winners of a timeshare oh, presentation trip. That's right. <laughs> and so we, we went to a place. i tell you what. That was an interesting trip for a lot of reasons. Um, I remember, first of all, the the place we stayed at reminded me a whole lot of the place in Home Alone 2. Remember when the McAllisters show up in Orlando and it's raining, raining and the boat's like on its side? Like, to me, that's what I remember in my mind. It may not have been anything like that, but that's what <laughs> stuck with me. And all five of us, we had this little tiny Toyota Tercel <laughs> rental car and, and getting in there. And that thing was so slow. How did like, you fit your luggage? Don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know. But but we all somehow crammed in there. Mom, dad, three siblings. And like it was so slow that like we would rock ourselves back and forth trying Try to help to the momentum. car get momentum to get on the freeway. Right. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I remember. I remember, you know, in typical um, my family's typical fashion, there was a meltdown between some people in the middle of Epcot at one point. Like we were that family. OK, <laughs> so. Anyways, yes, that is definitely a common <laughs> a common theme for any trip that you're going to take to Disney, yeah. a Disney park, is you're going to see yourself unexpectedly, probably, and other people around you having a rough moment. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Well, then, fast forward. So that was 2004 that we went on our honeymoon, and then in 2015 we went as a family, and we've pretty much gone pretty regularly since then. Um, we actually got the, we got bit by like this bug when we were there and like, we just can't have to keep going or yeah. something. That's what we always joke. Yeah. It's like an addiction. Yeah. Like seriously. Like we got our, we got the Disney vacation club in 2016 
after that 2015 trip. So anyway, thank you for letting us um, just indulge in talking Disney. I think that was one of the main reasons I wanted to make this podcast because I could just talk all the time about it. Well, you were saying before too, you know, we love to talk about Disney so much that it probably really is irritating to a lot of people. We know they're like, oh, no, here they go again. <laughs> and it's like, well, why don't we just tell everybody then? We'll just start a podcast yeah. and we can tell the whole world. And and the people that want to listen can. And if they don't, that's OK. That's all right. And, you know, is it going to give us our fix? No, we're still going to annoy all of our friends with it. Right. But, <laughs> that's true. But, you we'll know. We'll find out, though. Maybe we'll talk less. Maybe it's therapeutic for us. We'll see. Yeah. Um, well, today we thought it would be fun to share our top 10. So my top five and Randy's top five um, must do's when we're at Magic Kingdom. So we're talking about the Magic Kingdom in Orlando, Florida. So why don't you give us, let's just go back and forth. You give me one and I'll give you one. And we'll... All right. So I put mine in an order. Like, so from like. The bottom to the top, right? Okay. So I'm going to go backwards starting at, like, for me, what would be my number five. All right. right? Let's do it. So maybe that's number 10. I don't know. It's actually a tie, so I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are kind of overlapped, too. So this might be more than 10. Sorry. Yeah. So number five for me. Um, it's the, you know, Autopia, the Tomorrowland Speedway slash people mover right i guess if you were to group it into like this is what you got to do you got to go to tomorrowland and i think you got to experience what i would consider to be these slow attractions um a couple big things one i love autopia because i love the smell of that gasoline <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just that's something i remember as a kid um at disneyland i always love to do it one because as a kid like you can't drive and so this was a chance to drive it didn't matter if there was this wonky rail that you're constantly running into or whatever right. yeah or that the pedal was on the right hand side of some of the cars you didn't, you didn't know you didn't that care. as a kid <laughs> you're a kid you're just like man i'm behind the wheel i'm going um i love autopia um is it like an amazing attraction absolutely not <laughs> but i love it and people mover i love too because you get to just in both of the attractions you get to see tomorrowland you get to see parts of it that maybe you don't get to see otherwise because there's not walking areas um, People Mover is awesome because it goes through Space Mountain itself. Yeah. And if you're really lucky, they'll turn the lights on. And so you kind of get to see the whole track for a second. That's happened to me every once in a while. When's um, the last time you did People Mover? I know. So the last few times I've gone, I haven't been able to because here's down. here's like here's yeah. my disclaimer. But look, you don't want to wait in a long line for either one of those. So I'm like, yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> it's a must but if, do. The, if the line is like for people, if, if either one of them, the line's longer than 10 minutes, I'm like, go do something else, yeah, right? Yeah. And the last few times, for whatever reason, maybe it's since they refurbished People Mover, the line's been like 35 or 40 minutes, which doesn't make any sense because it's constantly moving. You right. Just, you and go up load, the escalator. It loads really fast. You get on and you go. I'm like, people, what are you doing? I don't know. Um, but look, Ironically, me, the people don't know how to move. They don't the know how to move. Her. They can't move the people on the mover. <laughs> Um, but you should do it. You know, it, it's, it's, especially if you're a first timer, like I think they're must do's. Wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. And I, 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 anyone that's looking on the map, I think at Disney world, it's called the speedway and at Disneyland yeah, it's autotopia. Yeah. So, but you're a, so I call Disneyland. it, I, I call it autopia Tomorrowland speedway, whatever, whatever Tomorrowland it's called. Speedway, that's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a shirt. That says Autopia on it. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It says going nowhere fast. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you're stuck on that rail. Uh -huh. and you're definitely, I mean, you're kind of going fast, but anyway. Um, 
We could do a whole podcast episode about merchandise that we love. We might, because that is something that is just we love. Okay, well, I'm going to start with my first must-do. And he might, Randy might laugh at me a little bit. But my must-do is to get there really early and rope drop Magic Kingdom. Yeah, okay. I think the reason I'm, I thought I'm into that. I'm into that I, the reason kind of I thought that you would laugh at me is because it hasn't always been the case. Yeah. But the more I've gone recently, the more I appreciate, especially with that park, not the other three parks as much, but with that park, getting there early, like they have, they let you in, like you can you can hang out around Main Street, you can get close to the parks. They the last time I was there, they did block you off um, if you weren't staying at a hotel. They blocked you off from going to the attractions. Um, but like part of magic kingdom is like the process of taking the boat or taking the monorail or actually getting to the park. And so I, to me, rope dropping and just getting the most out of your day. Um, and when we say rope dropping, that means like get there when they drop the rope and let people onto the ride. So when the park opens, uh, well, it's typically a half hour to an hour earlier, right? Um, because it's not uncommon for them to open before the published hours. Yeah, yeah. Now, they don't stay open later than the published hours, but they will open before Yeah, them they'll let you hang out. Like, they'll let you shop Main Street, but Shopping, yeah, you can't yeah, get on but, the rides. there's no more rides. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll cut you off, so. All right, that's my first one. All right, so number, so this goes kind of right in line with it, right? Because, um, <clears throat> so my next one is, so number four for me, it's the wildest ride in the wilderness, Big Thunder uh, Mountain. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Big Thunder Mountain is an awesome one to do when you rope drop because it's kind of far away, mm. honestly, from the entry gate. Yeah. And um, a good portion of that line, especially on, on busy days, is going to be out in the sun. Oh, right? yeah. And so if you can have a chance to get up there and get on, and it, it is, it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> I love Big Thunder yeah, Mountain. it's and a I, long ride. It's a long ride. It's surprisingly long. Um it's one of the older ones, so it's not like super smooth or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I think there's an there's an appeal to it. it. It's it's cool the way the cars are, right? Because it is intense enough that at points you're like, there's no like actual seatbelts in this car. And right. I remember with our little kids like <laughs> yes. sitting next to me, they're sliding all over yeah. the place, and like the but, bar isn't on top of them because it's on me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm kind of holding them down. Yeah. Like, please don't fly out. <laughs> they're not going to fly out. It's never happened. But um, but I love it. And that you want to know the it thing? It adds I, to the thrill of the ride. It does. It adds to the thrill. <laughs> the thing I love the most about it, though, is especially we get in there and all of our sons. Like we'll recite the the little rules that come at the very Be beginning. Sure of the ride. Be sure kids. to watch your kids. Sure to watch your kids because this here's the, <laughs> the wildest, wildest ride in the wilderness. wilderness. Yeah, and we always do it. We love it, and I think some of the people think we're weird, and we yeah. are, and that's cool too. <laughs> when I was there in December. That would have been December of 2021 with friends. We were like, there were seven of us. It was a girls trip. And we, when we would um, take off, we would like clap and cheer. And like people in line, like loved our energy and they were all excited too. Yep. And it was yep. just super, I just love that about Disney. It's just all the energy. Hey, you know who else it helps too? The cast members, yeah. right? Like they, they like it when people get excited perks them, because, perks them up. Yeah. you know, sometimes they deal with people that have been in line for forever and they're, and they're just kind of 
grumpy yeah. or sweaty and they smell. <laughs> it does get a little smelly down there because you yes, kind of go down. that little, that ramp down yeah. to, yeah, that's yeah. part. You're just like, all right. I Another good reason to do it when you rope drop, get it done, get it out of the way. <laughs> but you smell. Um, but I will say this because I, I, I kind of plug rope dropping. It is also one of the most awesome rides to do at night. Yeah. Um, when the doubt. sky is changing, mm-hmm. when it gets dark, like the way it's all lit up, I love Big Thunder Mountain at night. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I agree. The, the parks at night are a different experience. Okay, so my next one is I love Main Street. So a must-do for me is strolling Main Street, taking pictures in front of the storefronts, just being there like and I don't I don't have to spend a ton of time there but I just I like to be really intentional and just be like present like I am at Disney World and here I am and there's a castle down there and these storefronts are just so homey and I just I just love it so it's it's a simple one it's I don't know my family doesn't necessarily appreciate it because they're like let's run to the space mountain or whatever and i'm like but we're here and we're at main street and it just feels so homey and just i just love it there is a good feeling like when you get through the gates and you pass underneath the the railroad and you're there and all of a sudden you really see it and experience yeah. it and you're just like oh that's cool yeah and i'll also say um, sometimes they do different things like there's different events going on and they'll kind of funnel you as you come in through the backstage yes. and I hate that part yeah I do too I, I want to go down Main Street I'm yeah. with you I don't want to go back through yeah. these dank alleys and they're not dank <laughs> there's nothing dank at this well but. there's I've been the one behind the confectionery that one's like a little bit nicer and I've yeah. been I've we've walked that way like with the when we did trick-or-treating there and stuff but this last time during the fireworks they funneled me behind the other side and it's it's not cute back there at all and it was just dank yeah all right so there you go um all right so so my next one up is this it's another tie but it kind of just fits into a category so um i think you got to do the carousel of progress Mm. or and if you can do both, I think it's awesome too. Or you do Country Bears, the Country Bears Jamboree. Okay. So if I put it, and I call it one thing, I'd say do a show. Like right. do a sit-down show. Yeah. Um, tiki Room maybe is kind of like that too. I, I don't like the line that you always have to wait for at Tiki Room though. But yeah. look, <clears throat> there is something to be said, especially if you go in the summertime when it's hot, to be able to go and get in Carousel of Progress. Take a nap. That's it's, what he's it's doing. It's 20 minutes long, by the <laughs> way, right? And you can just kind of sit back on that chair and close your eyes for a few minutes. Now, you should definitely watch the show because it's a great show, too. But I just love getting inside the air conditioning for a few minutes and sitting down and not having anyone bother me because it's a show. So no one's talking to me. Yeah. No, None of my kids are bugging me about anything except for the Ish. youngest who's like doesn't want to be there in the first place. Yeah, I'll um, throw rides all the time for yeah, some of you know? them. Yeah. But look, you should do it um, because they're awesome. And I'll just – an extra plug for Country Bears. This is an overlooked show, yeah. I think. It yeah. is massively overlooked. It's kind of just tucked into Frontierland. It's not super obvious really what it is, and it's freaking hilarious. I just think it's hilarious. I don't know how long it's going to last. There's some parts in there where you're just like, ah, are the are they going to make them change these yeah, words? Because, yeah. you know, it is a little bit old-timey yeah, in yeah. what they say and do, but it's hilarious. You yeah. should watch it. So Yeah, the moose guy blinking and moving his head on the wall. I love that guy. Okay, that actually goes really good with the next one for me. I love... At nighttime, especially, just to slowly stroll. Usually, we're leaving Splash Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain, 
and just walking through Frontierland and listening to the music. And I actually wrote down whistle to the music because it's always like just, I don't know. It's just wonderful music. I can't even think of one of the songs. Um, I should have looked up some of the songs that they play there, but I don't know. I just love... I, I guess you. it's funny because I do love, like when I made this list, I love the attractions. I love going on the rides, but I, if I'm going to do, must do things there, like I want to experience and be with the theming and I just love Frontierland. So I don't know if you like the music. Do you ever pay attention to the music there? I don't know. I'm trying to probably get to the next thrill ride, honestly. So um, <laughs> I, I do love it. I, I think, I think it's great. Um there is just something to be said about being able to take in the ambiance, right? Yeah. And and if if I were to really cheat here and throw in an extra one that didn't make my list, but just kind of fits with this Frontierland theme, if you can, you gotta you gotta get on the raft and go to Tom Sawyer's Island, right? Oh yeah. I mean, and the reason why Except is, is when because it's hot. <laughs> even when it's hot, yeah. right? And just sit on the dock there. There's some ceiling fans and some rocking chairs. If you can, if you can give someone a dirty enough look to get out of the chair and let you sit in it instead. <laughs> but um, or if you smell bad enough and they don't want to be near you, <laughs> right? But it, it's one of the things where it's awesome because you can go and sit at Tom Sawyer's Island and you can look at Frontierland and look all around. You mm. can hear the music a little bit from a distance. But you can also remove yourself a little bit. Yeah, like from you just all be, the chaos and yeah. And so I so I love that too. I, that was an extra one. So you got a bonus. Maybe that was number eleven. Um, I so, was trying to look up songs that they play there, but none of these. I feel like they did the Yellow Roses of Texas, but maybe not. But yeah. just that kind of music, I love it. So the next one on my list is um, it's Space Mountain. Now you're probably surprised. You thought that would have been number one, huh? Well, I, 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 I even, thought, I thought you're wearing list, my Space Mountain shirt. Right I thought now, right? your list of five was just going to be five mm-hmm. rides that you love. So you I, I, me. I kind of struggled with this. I had some things I, I wrote and I erased and redid it. No, Space Mountain, and there's a there's a way to do Space Mountain. You got to do it twice in a row. Okay? Uh. So here's the must do: do Space Mountain twice in a row. And when you do it, make sure you ride the opposite track that you just got off of. Mm. So there's Alpha and there's Omega. And that's why I say do it twice in a row, because you'll get to really experience two different yeah. rides. Yeah. Um, people think it's the same track. It's not the same track. Yeah. Like they interweave and they overlap each other. Like they're the same distance. They're the same speed, but they're different tracks. Yeah, and you get a different are. experience. Um, and the cool thing is, is like you get to ha- have the other track like going above and over and around you. Like they, it, it's so awesome. I love Space Mountain. I have friends that won't do it because they're like, I don't like riding in the dark. And I'm like, yes, I can't see anything. I already can't see. Now it's dark. I really can't see. Like, what's coming next? And Space Mountain has always been my favorite ride. Um, Probably always will be my favorite ride, no matter what. Um, I want to go to all the other Disney parks just to ride the different Space Mountains. Yes, I do. The one at Paris. That looks so fun. Paris looks amazing. And um, I just love it. Well... I love that one too. And I, it's funny. I, I used to always put my arms up without abandon. I'm like, whatever, like there's no way I'm going to hit anything. And then I've listened to other podcasters with other people and they're like, I'm afraid that my arms are going to hit something. And it's funny, like since hearing that, I'm like, wait, are my arms going to hit something? Even though my own experience has been, <laughs> I can have my arms up the whole time. and It doesn't do anything. So awesome ride. Now you have to, 
um, pay like the seven dollars or whatever. That's well, what, if you want to get on really fast, there's yeah. always a standby. There's right? always a standby, and that might be a you know dr- rope drop. It's it, a good rope drop. Then, that's one that will fill up quickly, yeah. and and the line is consistently sixty five seventy minutes. It doesn't at matter. At night, later at um, night, later at night, it'll cool can, down. Yeah, you can go. But anyway, okay. So my um, I got two more left on mine. Uh, my must do is eat a snack. And then I wrote, or two. And then I wrote, or three. <laughs> so if you see a pattern here, my husband and my children are rides, rides, rides. And I'm like, let's stroll and whistle in Frontierland. Let's stroll down Main Street. Let's eat a snack. And so we have a very different rhythm when we go. So we have to learn how to mesh them when we're there together. But I I love a churro. I, it's not like my must do. I have to every time. But I, I want a snack while I'm there. And then... Um, the at Sleepy Hollow, the mm, the waffle, waffle. there mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. Um, t- Tomorrowland has that pretzel with the cream cheese inside of it, which is pretty awesome. And then back in Fantasyland, there's Gaston with the cinnamon roll. You like the Lufau's brew, um, you know. Professionally, we are coaches that help people with their health. And so it's kind of ironic that we have the snacks and we indulge in them. Look, but health coaches like snacks too. We still eat them. It doesn't mean that we eat them every day all the time. But when I go to Disney, that's a must do. I must have a Disney snack. So. So this was that was on my list. Oh really? I, I crossed it out. <laughs> I called it the I call it the the trilogy of treats. Right. Okay. I wrote you know you gotta get yourself a churro, a pretzel. And for me, it was a Mickey bar, right? I yeah, just I like to I get don't a Mickey like those bar. Last two very I know much. you don't. Um, <laughs> they're 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 dumb and they're stupid, but I just for me, it's just part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. It takes you a little bit back, honestly, to being a kid, right? Yeah. Because that was what you'd get when you were a kid. I want ice cream and I want a pretzel. Yeah, and it's it's got to be the cool shapes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> number one, top one on my list. Um, it's not an attra- It's not a ride. It's not a thing. You go. It's the fireworks. <gasps> that's my number. That's my last oh my one too. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> you 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 just you have to do the fireworks. Yeah. And um, and if you if you're really smart, <clears throat> at least once in your life, you're going to get there super early so you can have an amazing spot. We never do that. Um, <laughs> we're always <clears throat> too busy. What when we were coming out of the pandemic and stuff like that, like. It was cool because there were no people there, but it sucked because there were no fireworks. Yes. You know, and yeah. I was like, man, I could finally have a good spot for fireworks and stuff. Instead, we just watched the projections on the castle. But um, you just, you've got to go and experience. There is nothing, nothing, nothing like Disney fireworks. No. I've seen fireworks in all sorts of places all over the world at different times. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've seen them in China. I've seen them in Europe. Like... There's no fireworks like Disney fireworks. No. And the way that they're able to coordinate and put it with music and the story just brings out such an emotion in you yeah. that I think that's what hooked us, Yeah, honestly. That, that's and, where and, the, bu- the bug bit us. That was it. Like Everything was, was amazing leading up to that. But when we watched, we watched that fireworks show and all of a sudden like you could feel like how happy it was to be there. You're yeah. like, I want to be here. Yeah. Yeah, well... He just stole mine, so I don't have much more to share. But I, 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 every sentiment he shared, I love. And I think that the thing is they have a way of, like, making it, like, a personal thing and, like, really helping you discover, like, 
your magic and your power. And then it's always all these Disney princesses and stories. Like everyone has to overcome something. And everybody that's standing there watching those fireworks is living on planet earth too. And they have to overcome things. And so I, um, the music, the surround sound, I, we've watched them from other areas of the parks. Like if we're at magic kingdom twice for a trip, we don't always, um, watch them from, you know, right in front of the castle. That's kind of cool, actually, to be on some of the rides while the fireworks yeah. are going. That's pretty awesome. But the music and the the projections, and then like Tinkerbell, like I don't know, like I just I, there's like almost always tears when Tinkerbell's flying. I'm like, I can fly, even though I can't fly. But you know, like your heart's like, yeah, you can fly. Yeah. So, um, just and the other thing I think with the fireworks is that you. It, you go through some rough spots when you you're at you're like taxing your limits of like heat and and yeah. exhaustion and being there with your family and it's it can be taxing to be there all day but like that's the payoff I mean yeah. there's many payoffs but like you you get there and you're like this was amazing and then all of a sudden all of the like the struggles that <laughs> you might have gone throughout the day it's like it's wiped away and you're like I'm here with these people and I love them and yeah, just saw an amazing fireworks show. So awesome. So that's going to do it. Anything else? Episode one in the books. I Can know. Whistle while you work. And, um, you know, thanks for thanks for joining us. Yeah, everyone have a great one. And we will, we might play around again and do this for an episode two. We'll have to come up with something fun. Yeah, I think so. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.